0: Fantasy time. Uh, yeah, we're talking fantasy sports, not dear penthouse. But don't worry, winning your league is way better than porn. Woo-hoo! This is Fantasy Hockey Time with Dean Millard. Can you dig it? Presented by Ultimate Franchise Fantasy Sports. Can you dig it? Yeah! Get in the game where you own the game. Joe own the Chiefs. Owns. 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 Hello there and welcome to another edition of Fantasy Hockey Time presented by Ultimate Franchise Fantasy Sports here on the Ultimate Fantasy Sports Network. Your one-stop shop for fantasy sports. And this show is all about uh, helping you try to win your league, or at the very least, make it better, with some rule suggestions and uh, some other fun things as well. And we always start things off on this show with a question of the day. This is a serious message. Peace and love. Peace and love. The question today, as most fantasy leagues get set for the playoffs, uh, some leagues might have... Uh, another week before the playoffs. Now, the Ultimate Fantasy Hockey League, uh, which I'm a part of on the UFFS, is going all the way to the Stanley Cup playoffs because we award the Klein Cup at the same time. So I want to ask you, who has been the biggest surprise for your fantasy hockey team this season? Who has been the biggest one? Uh, You know, somebody chimed in on uh, Twitter saying uh, the biggest surprise has been uh patrick line as the biggest disappointment uh, but as for our biggest uh great positives neil pionk was a great addition and that comes in from uh, chris chris <laughs> kushernick uh yeah I, neil pionk has been next i actually i tried to trade for him in a couple of my leagues uh but couldn't get it done um you know one guy that uh you know i i have been pleasantly surprised with, and I picked him off off the waiver wire is Tyler Toffoli of uh, the Montreal Canadiens. Uh, he has had a pretty impressive season, scoring twenty one goals. So I've been pro- pleasantly surprised with uh, Tyler Toffoli. Um This is a guy who has only had one thirty goal season. Uh, with the LA Kings back in 2015-16, uh, when he was a member of that 70s line, uh, he did top out uh, 24 since then. But a 21 goal, goal season with Montreal this year um, has been very impressive. And you know that that's a that when you can pick a guy up the waiver wire and get that kind of performance out of him. You know, I, I call that the Mike Fires Award. I, I always try to pick up Mike Fires in fantasy baseball. He always seems to help out. I never have to draft him. He's always on the waiver wire, and and he he's a serviceable guy. He's not your number five or number two or one starter, but he's a guy you can throw in there. And he's got great uh, he's got great beard game as well. So, chime in with your answer at Duck Millard on Twitter because I would love to hear from you about who has been the biggest surprise for your fantasy hockey team this year. All right, big thanks to our title sponsor, Ultimate Franchise Fantasy Sports. It is the most realistic and the highest stakes fantasy platform out there. So already there is the Ultimate Fantasy Hockey League that mimics everything about the NHL, including a scouting program, a prize pool over 51,000 that is spread out for a couple of years in our league, an expansion franchise recently was auctioned off for $10,000 U.S. Because these aren't just fantasy hockey players or teams. They are digital assets. UFFS is on the Zillica blockchain. So they aren't fantasy players. They're NFTs. Right now, there is Ultimate Fantasy Hockey League. There is the Ultimate Fantasy American Hockey League. The Ultimate Fantasy Golf Association. The Ultimate Fantasy Basketball Association. Uh, just hockey is up and running. The rest have been announced. Golf is being auctioned off August 8th. Basketball in September. And just announced on the UFFS podcast on Sunday night is Ultimate Fantasy American Football League. Mimicking the NFL. This will blow your mind, the amount of things that are going to be happening in this league. And I'm very happy to be heading up Ultimate Fantasy League Baseball. We will mimic everything about Major League Baseball. So you can find all that information at www.uffsports.com. Get in the game where you own the game. This is the future of fantasy sports. Here's the future of this show. The immediate future we will have three and a half stars of the week. Give you five lineup decisions to think about. Tell you who's in the MASH 4077 unit. As far as injuries, I'll make a bold prediction. Hint, it's going to be about a guy I just talked about on the show. Fantasy Island, we'll see somebody voting somebody, not off the island, but off my lineup for this week because I'm not doing a whole lot of pickups. I'm heading into the playoffs. I like my team, but I'm going to vote different guys in and out of the lineup uh, on Fantasy Island. And for uh, Fantasy Beef, tell me what's bugging you. Hit me up on Twitter at DuckMillard. Let me know. Also, Rules of Fantasy Engagement will wrap things up where we will try to make your league a whole lot better. And here's how you can chime in on the show. You talking to me? You talking to me? You talking to me? I mean, who the hell else are you talking to? talking to me? Well, I'm the only one here. Uh, I'm in the marsh right now by myself watching, uh, I don't even know. Oh, well, I did have a, a ball game on, but that's long over now. So I'm by myself. I'd love to hear from you. Hit me up on Twitter at Duck Millard. You can also follow at UFS Network. You can email me, fantasyhockeytimepod at gmail.com. You can also reach out to the network at ufsn at uffsports.com check out the website uffsports.com and fantasyhockeytime.com as well for past episodes and more all right are you ready i think we are indeed ready to drop the puck and get going game on put the pin, All right. So we are going to start out with our three and a half stars of the week. Uh, That is the top three players and an honorable mention Uh, this week. The honorable mention is uh, the entire Vancouver Canucks team. So they almost uh, had a month off from games Uh, and it wasn't like a vacation. It was dealing with COVID, Uh, whether it was players, coaches, family members, you know, this is when hockey becomes secondary for sure to life. And, you know, there were some, you know, passionate remarks made by Canuck players about, you know, they had 23 days off, then they were going to have one practice in play. They got a bit of a reprieve, then they came back and beat the Maple Leafs on Sunday night. Man, that's, you know, th- th- that's impressive. When, when you have that much time off, you're facing one of the top teams in the division. You've just gone through COVID for some of those players, which is, you know, we still don't know the everlasting effects of of people that have had and successfully gotten through COVID. Uh, So kudos to the Canucks for getting through that. I don't know what's going to happen with the rest of the season. Uh, I'm not sure if the NHL is going to start the playoffs before the season is over because they need to get the season finished before the Olympics or they lose any kind of coverage from NBC. Third star in uh, this week's rankings is Mark Stone, former Brandon Wheat King. Eight-point week on five assists and three goals. A goal and an assist on the power play if you get bonus points for that. Seven shots on goal. He's not ever going to be a huge shot guy. That's Max Pacioretty on that line. But uh, nice to see Mark Stone continuing his hot hand uh, for the Vegas Golden Knights. Artemi Panarin, four goals and six helpers for the Man on Broadway, thanks to his Swiss Weeks first star. Uh, we'll get to that in a second. Uh, he was plus eight because the Rangers weren't giving up a lot of goals. Panarin also had two power play points, a game winner and nine shots on goal. And the number one star is Igor Shesterkin, also of the Rangers. Started three games, two straight shutouts, three goals against all week. Uh, nine, and then that came in one game uh, against the, uh, the Devils. 0.99 goals against average, 962 save percentage for the Ranger rookie who should be in Calder Trophy conversations. And kudos to Luke Grenier of uh, Red Army in the Ultimate Fantasy Hockey League. In the second period of both his first shutouts he called it he's gonna have a shutout he's gonna have a shutout again he did it again in the third time and then you know there's a bunch of goals but kudos to luke i don't think there's any such thing as a shutout or no hitter, jinx unless you are saying it to the actual person participating in that game you know i wouldn't walk up to clayton kershaw or i wouldn't have told patrick waugh good luck with the shutout in this period but as a fan as a broadcaster as anybody else not connected with the team Good on Luke uh, for doing that because uh, there is no, zero, none, nada impact on the game uh, when a uh, fan or broadcaster decides to call shutout. All right, let's get to five lineup decisions now for the upcoming week, and the first one is Anthony Mantha. uh, Settling in very nicely on the Capitals' second line, playing with uh, Nicholas Backstrom right now. Three goals and a helper since getting dealt from Detroit for a hefty price, I might add. But if it helps the Caps win another cup or get to the final, it will be worth it. Now, he's owned by 76% of uh, rosters on CBS, but started less than 50% of the time. So I guess that's going to go up this week. If he's available in your league, then then I would be snagging him up. But most leagues, like I said, he's not available. However, if he's on your roster, it's definitely a good time to get him into the Starting lineup. Number two, Casey Middlestad. Uh I traded him at the start of the year in my massive hockey league, the UFHL, and I'm really glad I did because most of the season, like everybody in Buffalo, has not been fantasy worthy. However, as of late, no Jack Eichel, no Taylor Hall means more minutes for Middlestad, and he's consistently putting up points, eleven points in his last ten games. And he's only had fifteen points on the year. So he's on the second line getting first line power play minutes though. Depending on your center depth, he's likely available just 19% in Yahoo. Jeff Carter, how about that guy? Yeah, after the trade deadline, goes from the LA Kings, who you know had a pretty commendable season for a while this year and then just fell out of it in the West. But Carter goes to the Penguins, and boom, he's obviously on an instant contender. He's only had one assist in three games, but he has the Devils three times this week. They give up the fifth most goals in the league. So no Malkin, he's centering the second line. When Malkin comes back, he'll either move to the wing with Malkin or Crosby, hopefully. And so good good guy to uh you know, I'm not sure if you're starting him right now, depending on what kind of depth you have. But if you have him on your roster and you're heading into the playoffs and Malkin comes back and he slides off with Crosby or Malkin, then really, really watch that and it would be a good time to get him into the lineup playing with those two guys. Another guy we talked about on last week's show after the trade deadline is Devin Dubnik. And we discussed him thinking he was going to be a fantasy backup as well as the backup goalie in Colorado. Well, now with Philip Grubauer out, we'll have more on that on the MASH 4077 report. Double D is your starter and on a very good team. This means he may have gone from fantasy backup on your team to surpassing a starter. And even if you have some very good goalies out there, he is on, on an instant c- contending team and and, and obviously is going to get a lot of run support uh, on your team. So this is a fantasy backup that could help you win your league. Uh, the Avs had their last two games postponed, unfortunately, against the Kings. They have three games versus the Blues this week, and they have a day in between each, so he should be able to get all three starts. He hasn't played a whole lot before he got traded, and he's on less than 40% of uh, CBS fantasy teams. I tried to snag him in my Yahoo League, but he's already gone. And how about this name, Adam Ernie? I bet you you didn't expect to hear Adam Ernie on a fantasy hockey show, but if you dive deep like we do you're seeing that his biggest offensive season with Tampa Bay was when he put up 20 points in 65 games in 28-19. Now in 38 games this year with Detroit, he has 18 points. So he's almost having a career year, and he also has 11 goals, depending on you know if goals are weighted uh, a little bit more in in your league or some of your leagues, certainly one of mine uh, goals are weighted, uh, uh, well, a couple of them goals are weighted more. He has 15 goals in parts of four seasons in the past. And he already has 11 this year, so it's impressive. He also just had an eight-game point streak snapped on uh, Saturday. He had uh, five goals and three helpers during that eight-game point streak. He should be available in your league. Just 7% of teams have him on their roster in Yahoo. Um, If you're into plus-minus, unfortunately, that would suck for you if you really like plus-minus. But if you're in a league that has plus-minus, uh, and I kid, uh, this won't be good because Detroit's not a very good team, but you know, Mantha, we, a uh, guy we talked about at the start gets traded and Bernie gets a, a little bit more, uh, ice time in that regard. So if he's available in your team, uh, it would be a, a good idea to look around him, depending on what your forward depth is obviously from there. All right, let's find out about some injuries right now in the mash 4077 unit. It is but a scratch. A scratch? Your arm's off. No, it isn't. Well, what's that then? I've had worse. You've got no arms left. Yes, I have. Look. Just a flesh wound. What are you going to do, bleed on me? I'm invincible. All right, so uh this is who we're talking about in the MASH 4077 unit. Carter Hart, uh, goaltender for the Philadelphia Flyers. This has been a tough year. Like, he has really struggled. So is Brian Elliott. And now he's hurt with a lower body injury. So... Obviously, we we hope for the best for Carter Hart, who you know is from my area where I record this show, just uh, outside of Edmonton. Um, you know, and this is he's a quality individual, but it, something about Philly, it just seems like it kind of you know swallows goaltenders up. I I really don't know if they've had a great goaltender uh, since Hextall in in '87 almost, going back a long time. They've had some good goalies that they've traded, but. So hopefully Carter Hart uh, isn't in the MASH unit for long. Nolan Patrick uh, has a a head situation and don't want to speculate too much on that because obviously he's had some uh, migraine issues in the past. So uh, he was off to a strong start and like a lot of people in Philly, sagged a little bit, but hopefully Nolan Patrick, uh, another uh, former Brandon Wheat King, gets back in the lineup soon. Justin Schultz, uh, a defenseman with the Capitals, Has a lower body injury. Uh, He missed Sunday's game versus Boston, and he's day-to-day. And, you know, Schultz is, after his rocky start in Edmonton, where they just overused him and just did not have him in good situations, the team was terrible. He's turned into a really solid NHL and fantasy player. I was able to uh, trade him recently at the deadline for a pretty good package. And um, he's a guy that can fill in nicely on a fantasy team in your top four, depending on... Uh, who you have and how, how deep your league is, obviously. Philip Grubauer, we told you he's out. The reason is it's COVID. Tested positive on Wednesday for COVID, so he's out at least 14 days. Uh, that means if he was your number one goaltender, hopefully you picked up Devin Dubnik to piggyback, uh, to handcuff in case. Uh, but if not, you'll be looking, obviously, uh, you know, for a little bit of relief there. And Steven Stamkos, out with a lower body injury, he could resume skating in about seven to ten days. So that would be, you know, April 25th to 28th. Um, but could get back just in time for the NHL playoffs. Maybe not your fantasy playoffs, though. I don't know. It, depending on when they start and how many you have. If you're in the UFHL, uh, where we go all well, the way to the Stanley Cup finals, you are golden, pony boy. Uh, and the one guy who's off the MASH 4077 unit finally is Tuka Rask. He's finally back in the Bruins lineup, uh, started the other day, Uh, so feel free if you do have Tuka Rask to get him back in your lineup. All right, so that was three and a half stars, five lineup decisions, and the MASH 4077 unit. We'll get into some bold predictions and Fantasy Island when we come back. This is Fantasy Hockey Time with Dean Millard. You're the best fucking ass, fellas. Superstar. Fantasy Hockey Time is part of the Ultimate Fantasy Sports Network, your one-stop fantasy sports shop. We're building something all fantasy sports fans will love, and we're looking for quality programming To join us, reach out if you're interested in being part of the rotation, whether you have a daily, weekly or even a monthly show. It's all about fantasy and we'd love to chat with you about it. Follow us at UFF Sports, at UFH League and at UFS Network for more information on how you can own the game and check out www.uffsports.com to get in the game, where you own the game, and find out more information. Hear me now and believe this later. Prediction? Yes, prediction. Pain. It's a bold strategy, Cotton. Let's see if it pays off for us. We want to pump you up. All right, so uh, the bold prediction this week is that Tyler Toffoli is picking up Four goals. Do you like the intrigue here as we go? Uh, Tyler uh, Tafoli is picking up four goals, three assists, in four games played versus the Oilers and Flames. So there we go. Tyler Tafoli. Four goals, three assists versus the Oilers and the Calgary Flames is he tours through Alberta this week and torches those two teams. Uh, And that would certainly help me in uh, the one particular fantasy league where, as I mentioned earlier, I picked him up in a waiver uh, claim. And that's honestly... I'm going to touch on uh, the waiver wire in a little bit, but it's honestly how you should be and could be winning your league. Uh, so if you are not using the waiver wire, you are definitely missing out. All right, speaking of the waiver wire, that's usually what we talk about on our next segment. Welcome to Fantasy Island. All right, time to vote. Wendell is cut. Rudy is cut. Janie, you're gone. Steven, I like your hustle. Get him a uniform. Congratulations. The rest of you made the team. <sighs> Except you, you and you. Alright, so on Fantasy Island, I'm not voting somebody off my team as opposed to in the lineup and I'm and I'm moving Mikhail Sergachev into the lineup. I had been going with Devin Tays because the avalanche or the avalanche uh, but Sergachev is getting back into it now. He's had three three assists last week. So I'm uh, going to slide him back into the lineup as uh, I'm, I'm either pushed for the playoffs or I play for uh, the top pick in the one team. and the other league I'm in, I'm easily into the playoffs. And so uh, I will make that decision with that lineup. But in the one league, I'm hoping uh, Sergachev either uh, gets me to uh, the uh, playoffs and, and helps me win or... Uh, I fight another day in the consolation side of that one. So that's Fantasy Island, not exactly voting a player off the roster, uh, but more just uh, moving guys in and out of the the lineup uh, for this week. All right, we've got fantasy beef. I've got a fantasy beef about another fantasy GM and rules of fantasy engagement when we continue here on Fantasy Hockey Time. The pond, this is fantasy hockey time with Dean Millard. Dean Youngblood, five foot ten inches, one hundred and sixty pounds. He's seventeen years old. An American kid from Stanton scored ninety-two goals this year so far for the Stanton Flyers. <laughs> Fantasy Hockey Time is presented by Ultimate Franchise Fantasy Sports, the most realistic fantasy platform around. The Ultimate Fantasy Hockey League mimics everything almost about the NHL, from a scouting program to actual playoff series. And this is, of course, after a playoff draft where you pluck from the non playoff fantasy franchises in the UFHL. And they aren't just fantasy players, they're NFTs, digital assets on the Zillica blockchain, combining fantasy with NFTs, giving NFTs utility as gameplay. You bid, trade, build your team or your scouting platform with UFFS. You own the game, so get in the game. Already, the UFHL, the UFAHL for hockey, The UFGA is on the way. You can bid on a golf team in August. The Ultimate Fantasy Basketball Association will be available in September to bid on a franchise and just announced on Sunday night. The Ultimate Fantasy American Football League, which will be all about the NFL, and the Ultimate Fantasy League Baseball, which is all about Major League Baseball. So check it out, www.uffsports to get all the information about the future of fantasy. And it's UFF Sports. Am I hot? Yeah, I'm hot. get some bullcrap. crap. I'm your huckleberry. Well, we're waiting. That's a crock of crap. You shut your mouth when you're talking to me. Boy, that escalated quickly. All right, I'm... I might be using that line uh that was in that uh about shutting your mouth when you talk to me. And I, and I say that in jest. But my fantasy beef this week is other GMs in your fantasy league or my fantasy league telling you how what you should be doing with your team. You know, and, and it reminds me of a saying in golf. There's a saying in golf where you hit a great shot and, you know, somebody else is telling him, get down. You know, he thinks it should get down because it's spinning. And you say, get your mouth off my ball. You know, don't talk about my shot. And it's the same thing in fantasy. Um, you know, you can joke around with your buddies and stuff. But when you start telling people what they should be doing with their fantasy team, that's definitely over the line, Smokey, as uh as Walter said in uh, the Big Lebowski, I mean, I I, I left a, a fantasy league. I announced that I was leaving a fantasy league this week, and I made a push to try to get into the playoffs. I s- traded away my <clears throat> excuse me my first three picks for the next couple of years and some some high end prospects. I built up a good team that I thought I could win. I got screwed by being a weekly league and in injuries and COVID, and I didn't make it. And then I was told by a GM that I should pay the entry fee for the next year's team. Well first of all, yeah, I sold a lot of prospects, but if you if you can only be a good GM because you get high draft picks and you and you suck for a while, then you're not a very good GM. You have to ride the waiver wire. If you can't pluck uh, talented guys from the waiver wire, then you're just you know like every other uh, fantasy GM out there, below average. You have to use the waiver wire. You have to do it. In my baseball league, I trade away guys all the time, and and in all my leagues. But in baseball, I traded away a lot of my future because I know I can find stars that will fill the gaps at different times on the waiver wire. So I'm not afraid to trade draft picks. I'm not afraid to sell the future because I know I can find guys throughout the season on the waiver wire. And, you know, in most, a lot of my leagues, guys don't, uh, you know, especially the one league, guys don't uh, hunt the waiver wire a whole lot. So um, my fantasy beef is that, you know, no other fantasy GM or owner should tell you uh, or anybody how they should be running their team. It's your team. uh, And, you know, the other thing is that I don't think anybody's forcing anybody to take over a team. If somebody offers you to be in their league and you don't want to take over that team, so be it. I always look at it and say, I don't care what the team looks like. I want the challenge of trying to rebuild or whatever it is. Uh, So that's my fantasy beef is when another fantasy GM Uh, tries to tell you what you should be doing with your team. Smokey, this is not nom. This is bowling. There are rules. I don't think it taints it. What you talk about, mister? All you have to do is follow three simple rules. All right, I have one rule uh, that I will now live by in fantasy and that I will never play in another weekly fantasy league again, Uh, other than football, obviously, where they only play once a week. But I will not play in a weekly league because – I don't like, what I want is best on best, and best on best means I can make changes every day. I, I would love to be in a league where it's an open waiver wire every day uh, as well. I'm, you know, I'm going to propose that in one of my baseball leagues. Uh, one of my other baseball leagues, it's like that. Uh, well, I think there's a couple of days where you can't, but, uh, or actually, no, you can't. It's just guys that have been recently dropped that you have to wait, but you can have open waiver wires. And so a weekly league is not best on best. It's best on your two guys that are injured. So if you have seven guys for one team, you have five for the other because there's an injury. Guy gets benched, particularly in baseball. Guys are in and out of the lineup all the time. Hockey, you know, you know your stars are playing every day. Baseball, it's like Gehrig and Ruth that play, or Gehrig and Ripken rather that played every day. Everybody else gets days off. Even the biggest players, the best players uh, in the game. You know, if you are a Dodgers guy, you got Mookie Betts on your fantasy team. He gets days off. He got day off the other day, so. Weekly leagues definitely in baseball, but even in hockey. Guys get hurt, goalies go down on a Tuesday, and then you're screwed. So my rule uh, of fantasy engagement, and and one that I will follow for the rest of my uh, fantasy life, is to never play in a weekly league because you're basically throwing a dart at your players uh, and and hoping that none of them um, end up hurt, and then you're not screwed out of anybody in your lineup. All right, that means it's time to wrap up the show. You can contact me at any time, Pod at gmail.com if you'd like to join the show as an advertiser. Of course, Fantasy Hockey Time is presented by Ultimate France, Ultimate is, is, is broadcast rather on Ultimate Fantasy Sports Network. UFSN is your one-stop fantasy sports shop. Follow on Twitter at UFS Network. And if you have a fantasy show that you think would be great on the network, please hit us up. And, of course, this show is presented by UFFS Ultimate Franchise Fantasy Sports. Just announced football that will mimic the NFL. And we just announced baseball, which will mimic Major League Baseball. Basketball in September will be auctioned. Golf will be auctioned in August. Man, and, of course, hockey is full going with the UFHL and the UF. AHL, So, so much going on with Ultimate Franchise Fantasy Sports, including this show. This has been Fantasy Hockey Time. My name is Dean Millard, trying to help you win your league, or at the very least, make it better. Uh, by the way, if you want to check out a few other podcasts, you can check out podcastalley.ca. I have a bunch of shows on there as well. And of course, we have the Ultimate Fantasy Sports Network on YouTube. Thanks very much for joining me, everybody. Have a great week in fantasy.